Hey, it's Alex Keller. And I'm Mag Hatting. What? What? This is the Fantastic Voyage. Oshkosh, bagosh, Mike. It's like fucking sunset right now. The sun's right in my face. <laughs> is it? Is it no, really it's not a, really. Okay, okay. It's quite lovely say, out, actually. If it's blinding, you're, yeah. There's just the sun coming through my window at you. Yeah, hey, man. It's it's June. Uh, the weather is surprisingly not heating up. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying before, it's like we usually record these at the dead of night during the witching hour. I know. So uh, it's just a little unusual. Well, not the witching hour. No, that's Maybe like, the wishing hour. Yeah, because it's all them shooting stars. That's right. Uh, but that's just because <laughs> it's summer. The dog days. It's almost the, the summer solstice is coming. Oh. Yeah, but it's been very pleasant, actually. For uh, Let's talk about local Los Angeles weather, everyone. Hey, yeah. Hey, now, stranger. How about that weather? No, let's not do that. Let's not bore people. Um. Anyways, hey, this is a show about movies, isn't it? The Filmtastic Voyage, a show about movies and our exploration of them. Yeah, indeed. That's right. Most, some of the time, fifty percent of the time. Mike, you know what? You know what this week's been? Huh. I would say it's welcome to Trailer Fest, because hot damn, oh. goddamn, yeah. there's been like a thousand trailers dropping this week. It's been crazy. Well, why don't we explore that, Alex? What I made a, a whole fucking list. Yeah, let's- I wrote uh, down a bunch of trailers I saw, and then one I forgot to talk about last time, Okay, and uh, one that hasn't come out yet, but I thought it might be worth mentioning. Okay. And then there was like two or three trailers that I wanted to watch, but I couldn't, because the headphone jack on my computer is broken. Oh. And well, that's- no good. And not well, yeah. Well, yeah. So, mm. <laughs> so okay. Let's 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 go down this list here, Alex. Mm. What, what uh, what's going on? So, uh, let's uh, let's just go first sec. I'll go, this is the first section, if you want. Sure. Fucking animation da- domination. Am I right? Because uh, we got uh, first off, I think we got the Wreck Ralph trailers. Watch record. Did you watch it? Hopefully, you watched all these trailers. You know, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. You know me with trailers, but yes. Why didn't you watch it? I but mean, yes, like you obviously I, you don't do it because you don't want to get spoiled. <laughs> but no, I heard uh, I heard some things. I heard some things. About I Ralph. haven't seen the, the new Wrecker Ralph trailer, but I heard it was very Disney princess heavy. Yeah. What do it you think about that? It looks like a blast. It looks like a tons of fun. I can't wait. Okay. Well, I mean, okay. So between that trailer and the first trailer, what a... Uh, what do you think is a better trailer? I think this new one's a better trailer. It kind of feels more focused, I guess. Like I, I get what they're going for in this one. So like it goes, it goes through the, uh, it goes, it's that normal kind of uh, progression of how trailers should be, right? Where it's giving you a little bit more than uh, the first trailer. Yeah, right? it's like not so much a teaser as is a trailer, but it's got. I like the gags more. I like kind of like what they're doing. They're getting the real meta with it. It's fun. Cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, okay. I'll be the first to tell you, Alex. Uh, Wreck It Ralph, the first one, mm-hmm. fine movie. Fine. 
it was a fine it was it was a fine it was a fine movie it was a fine film I think it's, it's not one of my favorites my favorite of the new Disney there's a lot of people that love it I think er- most people love it for me personally I don't know I I'm a casual fan hmm. and I'm sorry what is your favorite of the new we probably haven't even seen them all so I haven't seen them all but I've seen a few of them uh well let's see what have I seen I've seen Wreck-It Ralph I've seen um Moana uh-huh I've seen uh God, what else is there? Um what are some other ones? I haven't seen Frozen. I haven't, haven't seen, seen Tangled. Big, We've had this conversation. Have you seen before. Big Hero Six? But no, I haven't oh Zootopia. You know what? Zootopia. Alright, fine. That's that's my favorite of the new ones. Because uh it's it's I'm not gonna say it's the perfect movie, but it's like it's an allegory, uh-huh. which I really appreciate. And uh yeah. Oh wow, okay. For the audience at home, I'm actually watching this trailer as it's as we're talking here, and there are Disney princesses. Oh, there's uh, stormtroopers. Uh, damn. Okay. All right then. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of Disney prince- princesses. There's a whole scene here. Oh, there's Moana. Speaking of which, uh, Tangled, Frozen. You don't have to name all. They're all represented. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, okay, Alex. So your favorite. Of the new movies is Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. Why is that over the others? I don't know. Video games? I don't know. Okay. And that's the thing. Like, for you, you're much more of a video game enthusiast than I am, right? So, you know, I think maybe the interest is from that or Could no? Could be. I don't know. Okay. I just liked it. It's hard to say. Okay. Well, I'll watch this in its entirety some other time with the sound on. Mm-hmm. Um um yeah so i can't wait for that uh next up we got another sequel of, uh coming out next year the lego movies 2 oh didn't see that did you no uh, uh well <laughs> okay maybe this is a bad segment no 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 no. let's keep going with this cut though. all this out because here's the thing i can be the no no no. let's we, well we you're not gonna be... watch them right now no, no no but here's the thing i can be the exposition I can be the I can provide the need for exposition with all this, right? All right. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and tell me what did you think of the Lego Movie Two trailer? It looks fine. I mean, like, I think I might have to. Like, I'm sure it'll be a fun movie. It looks fine. I don't know. I mean, I like the gags. I like everything that's going on. So I'm excited. Yeah. Looks pretty. Now much- this is coming out in twenty nineteen. Yeah, another okay. another. Uh, feather in the cap of 2019, man. Right. Yeah. So 2019 is kind of building up to be a, a pretty good year, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. All right. Cool. Um. So yeah, it looks fun. I mean, there's not much to say about it. You'll have to watch the trailer yourself. Yeah. Uh, new How to Train Your Dragon trailer came out. <laughs> um. Jesus Christ, I really did miss out. Yeah, I know. What's your problem? Well, okay. You run a movie podcast. You should be on top of shit. Well, here's the thing. How come none of these are getting posted to my Facebook Go to feed? Reddit or fucking something. I don't know. Facebook is not a place that you want to be seeing movie trailers at. But that's just weird because I usually, it's usually that I get linked go to, to like uh, at, on Facebook and well, that's how I see them. Go to like it's, any it's buzz, you movie know? website. Buzz. Go to like, you know, fucking Slash Film or IMDB even or some... Slash Film? I don't think I'm going to check that out. That's a, shut up. It's <laughs> actually, that's the best. My, it's my favorite, personal favorite movie website. Okay. Slash Film? Yeah. All right. Uh, or anything, you know, just go to a news feed and you'll get this shit. Okay. Now, okay, so How to Train Your Dragon 3. Yeah. What did you think of the second one? Uh, I thought the first one is 
for lack of a better term, pretty much a perfect movie. Um, it's got like nothing wrong with it, yeah. and it's beautiful, and it's touching, and it's well animated, and it's got a great visual style. So it's pretty much a perfect movie. Right. Um, second one though, I was a little let down. I thought the second one had a lot of bloat, except didn't, but at the same time didn't go anywhere. Right. I thought that once uh, Hiccup finds his mom, not a spoiler, uh, the movie slows the fuck down, even though it kind of was already kind of slow to begin with. But after that, they spend like half an hour kind of just flying around. And then the movie tries to be all dark, but I didn't really, wasn't really feeling it. I thought it was kind of trying too hard to be like tragic and dark and trying to get like some of that like mature magic. But uh-huh. it just sort of felt hollow and forced to me. And then uh, the movie just kind of ends. And I was like, uh... That's how I felt, yeah. Um, there was those two big things that came into the movie. Those two big weird face things. With the big dragons? Yeah. And I felt like those are cool, but then they didn't really do anything with them. I don't know. Am I, is that just me or what? Yeah, I guess. I just remember the ending kind of just felt a little easy everything kind of felt just whatever it just, it just right. didn't feel it just didn't feel like it came together yeah i am also a little not i wouldn't call it i don't want to say biased because it's still what i feel but i just remember everyone at the time in the crowd i hung out with was like shitting their pants over it i'm just like i gotta yeah, what for the second movie they yeah. were shitting their pants they were all like oh my god like this is like the best movie ever made and i'm like that movie's just kind of okay so yeah you know there was a lot of uh that was when, like, people were really, uh, for a little while there, people were really um, kind of giving DreamWorks a lot of love because of the first movie. Yeah. And I think because of that, they wanted the second movie to be good. And you know how it is with sequels, right? I mean, it was like how I was with The Dark Knight Rises. Everybody's like, hey, this movie's garbage. And I'm like, well, I don't know, guys, but I love the other movies, so I want to love this one, and I'm trying. I'm gar- really that trying. That movie's not garbage, though. That movie's just kind of all right, also. It's, um, yeah. I think also the the crowd, that crowd, though, they were like a bunch of like like haughty, toddy, fresh out of college storyboard artists. Oh, yeah. And they were like, man, you know, what? I think Disney was, the, that was at their, not, that was like around Frozen. Uh-huh. And they were like, Frozen, whatever. I'm into this <laughs> other movie. You know, it's. That sounds like me. Yeah. Um, I really do need to see Frozen oh, just for the sake of seeing it. It's but a fine movie. It's probably been overblown for you now. Or maybe that it's been cooled down. I mean, when did no that come out? That was like 2013. Yeah. Five, oh, God. I like that movie a lot, but people don't. So whatever. I mean, people do. I don't know. Who likes... Who likes I don't know. I don't know what's going on anymore. I don't know who, who likes... Josh Gad? I don't know anyone personally that seems to really like Frozen. I mean, Josh Gad is the snowman. He's great. Yeah. So, Whatever happened to Josh Gad? He's been all over the place. Are you kidding me? Where's he been? Uh, he was in that Murder on the Orient Express last year. Well, yeah, that he's, was... I mean, he's in Frozen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, pr- you're been, proving my point, Alex. <laughs> he's been in a ton of stuff. He's like, But he does like smaller character roles. Uh, yeah. I can't... Like, he's like in something coming up soon, I think. I don't know. Pulp is, okay. If you want to pulp his IMDb, you can go through it, but I don't think it's what the people... It's not, the, what, it's not what the people want. Hey... Well, I'm a person, and I'm curious about Josh Gad. He was in that Frozen short film that nobody liked because oh, they was yeah. forced in front of Coco, which was a bad right. move. Right. Uh, and then speaking of animated movies, did you did you fucking watch the Spider Man trailer at least? Oh, absolutely. Okay, thank God. Absolutely. Hey, listen, man. I mean, superheroes. You know, I'm all over that shit. I'm like a little fly, and superhero movies are like the big the big shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. I'm all over it. Anyways, right. that movie looks pretty fun. I mean, like yes. that's fun. I love the visual style they're going with. 
Well, it's interesting. Is that like uh, is that on fours or something? I think it's at least on twos. I think it's on. I think it fluctuates. I think it's a it's a it's a it's a fluid frame rate. Okay, because okay, for anybody that doesn't know what we're talking about, like in the animation, there's 24 frames per second, right? And that's that's just how many images per second there are. But like for us, we could look at something and be like, oh, that's like on fours, right? Yeah, which, would mean, uh, which would mean which would mean eight, s- no, six frames per second. Six frames per second. It's it, probably not that low. I guess not. I don't know. I mean, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. It's actually a really cool stylistic choice, and I think they're doing it right. Unlike that one Batman, that new, you know, that new Batman, uh, ancient, um, yeah, Batman Ninja, feudal Japan movie. That's not. That's not because it's on. It's that movie's because the animation's stiff, not because it's on. Not because it's on fours. fours or whatever. You can do like it's just like it's just weak poses. Okay, I think. that's my issue with that movie. I'm sure gotcha. it's a fine movie. Also, I think people like it, anyways. But like again, my problem with that sort of cell shaded anime, uh, limited frame rate style is is that it takes it doesn't this the poses should be yeah you know yeah big, and they're very reserved and they're all it's all mouth moving and it looks bad. It looks stiff. Now I don't want to segue too much, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna pose a question to you and we can come back to it after we go through this list um marvel what if the spider-man movie really took off into the spider-verse and then and then marvel's like hey you know what suddenly we don't have to worry about like people's ages like the actors ages or the contracts or whatever why don't we just start making these fucking animated movies well it's a sony movie so it's well, still it's sony yeah spider-man sony thing but that's what I mean. Is like, what if it really takes off, though? Do you think that like Disney will start making a Marvel movie? I mean, Disney did. That's what Big Hero Six is. It's a very loose, loosely based on Marvel. Yeah. on a Marvel property. If Stanley's in it, it's a Marvel movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm digging everything about it. that. Comes out this year, I guess, right? Am I... It comes out at the end of the year. Very nice. Towards the end of the year. Yeah. Looking forward to that one. Yeah. I, I forgot about that movie completely. I'm like, oh fuck yeah. Also, hey, everyone yeah, Everyone loves Spider-Gwen, am I right? So that's yeah, fun. Yeah, she's in there. That's cool. I don't know much about Spider-Gwen other than she's Gwen Stacy and also Spider-Man. I think she's like from a different dimension or something. Well, I guess like, everyone is in this movie. So. Something like that, yeah. But uh, I like how they portray Peter Parker. He's older and he's kind of a like a buffoon. Mm-hmm. Uh I mean, so that, that's he's, cool. Peter Parker is kind of always a little bit of a buffoon, isn't he? Well, but he's young. You know what I mean? A young buffoon is different from like a 39-year-old buffoon. Yeah, you but know? Peter Parker doesn't have his shit together ever, so yeah. he's going to be a little buffoonish. Um, anyway, so that's the animation corner. Uh, and then I was looking, so else did you see? The, I, I'm, I am 100% sure you didn't watch the trailer for the Mortal Engines. Oh, that sounds familiar. It's uh, that I think you probably saw the the teaser in theaters. It's that movie about a bunch of a bunch of cities on wheels. Right. Yeah. Okay. I know. I've. Okay. Yeah. This looks familiar. Um. So this is Peter Jackson. It's not. He's producing it, which is really. Oh, okay. I'd feel so insulted if I was that director because the director of the movie, I believe, is the storyboard artist from Lord of the Rings. Uh huh. And like every fucking trailer and every piece of uh like uh, headlines i see is like peter jackson's uh, the mortal engines and stuff like that in the same way like people talk about it as like michael bay's ninja turtles oh it's right like, no yeah. it's not michael bay's ninja turtles it's 
this other thing. You that, know? Yeah, you know, and, and for a while there, you know what I really hated is when people would be like, from executive producer Steven Spielberg, and I'm like, dude, that's like a lot of movies that Steven Spielberg probably has nothing to do with. Yeah, but that's advertising trying to trick people, though. Right. Oh, this has that kid from uh, The Misfits, and it has the girl, that guy, and then it has the girl from... Uh, Oh no, no, that's not her. And then it was as a Hugo Weaving. Like a Hugo Weaving. Now okay. apparently, people uh, I saw the comments are saying that uh, that girl we're watching the trailer right now, folks, is supposed to be missing like most of her face. Oh, and uh, it's just kind of a rinky-dink scar in this, which I, I you know, people are probably kind of upset about that. I, I can't care, but it would be huh. kind of cool to have a main character missing most of their face, though. Yeah. Okay. Because I, I, I'm only guessing this is like PG 13 probably. probably yeah. Right. So that's, that's the problem is like, you can't, you, that's that, you, that just goes straight to R, right? If, I don't know. If she has her face I don't missing. Think so I think that also that'd be kind of like a shitty message. The MPAA is like, Hey, you got a messed up face. You got some sort of like facial scarring or disability. You're a fucking R rated person. Yeah. <laughs> NC well, seventeen cover up that face, children around. That's really insulting. Yeah, that's true. And then also Two Face, right? No one had any yeah. R R rating Two Face. Yeah, Two Face's face is like it's all muscle and shit. Yeah, it's like practically a skeleton. So I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but then again, he's so cartoonish that it might be a whole thing. But either way, right? I mean, this looks like it would it could be fun. It does. It looks very like young adulty, especially when you hear yeah. all the, the 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 people talking. Um. I'm, I'll probably see it. I like visual kind of extravagancy. I might, I'll, I'll definitely see it somehow. Right. Yeah. Because you know, if it's like turns out to be extremely bad, I'll probably just watch it on whatever it comes out on or rent it <laughs> or something. There's some zesty visual effects. I in love here. zest. Real zest. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, but I hope it's good. Yeah. Um. Uh. On the opposite end, speaking of Michael Bay, did you watch the trailer for Bumblebee? Oh. Uh, no, I know someone that worked on that, but I I won't say who it is. Um, yeah, I knew that was coming down the pipeline. I, you know, me and Transformers, I mean, I'm just so interested right now. The problem with this trailer or this movie is Uh that if it had nothing to do with Transformers, I'd be like, it looks kind of fun or not fun, but it looks pretty good. It looks, it's very Iron Giant-y. It's like a, like a very, it looks, the trailer, at least the tone and the look of it is a very sort of solemn girl and her discovered robot and they're going to have all sorts of action adventures together um so it kind of reminds me of like that the iron giant or one of those kind of things but the fact that it's transformers and house all this baggage attached to it makes me be like eh. well what i'm curious about is i mean they're i wonder if they're going to tie this back into the rest of the transformers or is it just like here's bumblebee's adventure with like maybe a villain robot or uh, something? i think starscream's in it so oh, that's okay. fine everyone likes starscream yeah, and then was uh, is probably the same timeline as the uh, Mark Wahlberg shit, right? Maybe. Uh, it might be a soft reboot. Uh, I'm not really sure. But I know that Paramount has taken every future Transformers off of their calendar. Right, yeah. So it, I think they might be either using this as a new launching point or they're just going to do a hard reboot. I have no idea what their plans are. I'd rather they hard rebooted. Honestly. I mean, quite honestly, yeah. You know, as long as they treat like uh, honestly, like I think the robots are cool and everything, and and it seems like the actual transforming of the robots has gotten better over the years, maybe. But like, all you got to do is just like treat it a little bit differently, and I think like it has a lot more appeal. And that, you know, uh, the reason I couldn't get into the Michael Bay ones is like it felt it uh, like it, it even like with the trailers or whatever, it just felt like hey, we're just making that first movie over and over and over again. 
but like maybe less uh, less good every time we do it, right? Yeah. Now, Is that John Cena? Yeah, B. <laughs> Uh, I like like just watching. We're watching clips on them right now. Like, I like the design of, the, of Bumblebee and stuff. Looks a lot more simplified, just in terms of like his yeah. having more just segments of pure color and stuff like that. Which yeah. I'm digging. I'm digging that. Um, so yeah. All right. Well, it does. You know, I you know, like you say, a movie's not uh, a movie is good until it's bad. Yeah. So, um, you know, whatever. Maybe I'll give it a chance. I I doubt we'll it, see. but maybe. But hey, it's you know it's the director, it's the the head of Leica is directing it, which is kind of cool. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, I hear Leica is uh with their future movie, they're no longer going to have a child protagonist. Just because Kuba didn't do so well. Um. And well, I don't know. Paranorman the reason. didn't do so well, and Paranorman I thought did well. And Coraline didn't, didn't do so well. They did like they. None of them have been smash hits. No, no, they they haven't had a smash hit yet. But. Yeah, which is a, thankfully that you know I think that guy is the head of like is the son of the head of Nike. So right, they got everything yeah. figured out. Yeah, which is great. I wish more billionaires would just like you know have arts have studios like Annapurna. It's just like a billionaire is like I'm gonna start a film company. Yeah, it's like I wish they would do that. Well, I mean, what I'm interested in like. I'm just interested in like the return, like the box office return of like, let's just say Coraline because I I feel like that was maybe their biggest movie. It's I don't their know. First movie, I think. Um, so that made 124 million, and then it cost 60 million. So that's with, not... with with advertising, I bought it breaks even. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was anyways. like the, one of the first movies I saw in 3D. Not. Not really, but like that was that was before three D was like the hot shit again. So like it was like I want to watch a stop motion movie in three D. That's cool, right? It was whatever. Coraline, I uh, the three D effect. I mean, Coraline's good. I like Coraline. I was all right with Coraline. I enjoyed it, but I never I haven't seen it since. So yeah, Paranorman. On the other hand, I fucking love Paranorman. My favorite, and I'm sure I've told you, is Box Trolls. Oh yeah, Box Trolls. Yeah. I thought it would be my least favorite, but then I finally saw it. I'm like, dude, this is fucking cool. Um, now, so the next movie they announced is from the director of Paranorman. It's something about Yetis or Sasquatch or something. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. So would that make there are fucking three Yeti or Sasquatch based animation movies in development right now? Really? There's fucking the one from Leica. There's the one from Sony. Is it Sony or Warner Brothers? Uh, that's coming out this year. And then the fucking DreamWorks is doing a Yeti movie. It's like, wow. what the hell is going on with all these goddamn Yetis? Do people like Yetis that much? I, You know, I think it's just one of those accidental things where one company's like, okay, Yetis. All right, no one's doing that right now. And then another company's like, oh, yeah, you know, Yetis. <laughs> what I feel really bad about... Oh, this is a trailer I saw recently. Uh-huh. The Andy Circus. Uh, oh yeah, the, the Andy Circus Jungle Book, the Jungle Book, which I Mowgli, believe actually. was supposed to come out like a while ago, but it was going to be too close to the release of the young, the other Jungle Book, so they delayed this. It's a good call, really. But I, I don't think it's enough, man. I think it's still too soon, and yeah. that's that's the thing. I saw the trailer for this, and it was like, check out the darker version. It, like it literally, the trailer literally yeah. says in in writing. This is like a darker take this on Jungle Book. This ain't your mama's Jungle the, Book, the, even though it kind of looks exactly the same. And I'm like, oh, that's a bummer, guys. Oh, I like 
uh, Andy Circus. I like what he's trying to do with mocap and stuff, so I'll go see it. Um, I'll see it I don't too. Like the Jungle Book as a story very much, so like whatever. It to has that. its limits to uh, of interest, but that's the thing, man. It's like I, I'm really, I would be really surprised if it did well. Yeah, we'll see. You know, I think it's coming out around Christmas, so it might just be like a whatever. We'll see it kind of yeah. movie. Cause a lot of people just go see whatever on Christmas, right? Um, yeah, so we'll see. Um, now this uh, trailer hasn't come out yet because the. Uh, hasn't it, come out yet. It comes out tomorrow, but the trailer for Halloween. But they did show some pictures, and that looks kind of fun. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it's Danny McBride and some other guy who's Danny name I McBride. Right he's now. what is he? Is directing. he directing it? Yeah, and the reboot of Halloween. Has he not the done reboot? It's like a sequel. I forget if it's a sequel to Halloween two or just just regular Halloween. Well, but it's also called Halloween, and they're doing that thing that you hate, where they it's a sequel to to, and they're ignoring like the other four or five sequels. Uh huh. Oh, so they're just like it's so it's a sequel that's ignoring some of the sequels. Yeah, you know what? A- I'm over that. Okay, good. Honestly, yeah, because that's the thing is like I think on paper it sounds bad, but when and that and that's the thing I think the specific conversation we we're having was for Alien, right? Uh huh. But then I saw three and four. I hadn't seen three oh, and four see? when he had yeah. that conversation. So I, I so then I finally saw three Talking and four right out of your ass, and I was like, dude, these two movies. The third one killed the franchise, and the fourth one fucked the franchise's dead body, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, I mean, I yeah, if sequels are that bad, like go ahead, go ahead and just let's multiverse that shit. What you I know? Don't understand about the Aliens franchise, real quick, is that like the Alien Three killed Ripley, whatever. I mean, like she shouldn't have been in it to begin with. But like they don't like. They kept trying to make Ripley a thing. It's like, no, let her go. But then they went back and did Prometheus, but it was an alien without alien. And by Alien Covenant, it was all messed up. Oh, yeah. So. I, well, the new ones, I don't even get what they were going for with that. Y- y- you know? Mm-hmm. There's nothing that... They, there, it was, it was, there was nothing to say with the prequels. And so you're watching a movie where you're just... It's nothing. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing going on. Yeah, and the things yeah. that it does say contradict with the things that were already said. Right. And so I was just like, why am I supposed to be taken away from this? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, pretty bad. Uh, Yeah, so, I mean, like, Michael Myers looks cool, I guess. I mean, I'm, I've am i never seen any of the Halloween movies, though. Uh, Uh-oh, I know. I haven't either. Oh, okay. oh no, 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 no. I saw, um, was it Halloween 3? Oh, the, the one that was the anthology Yeah, tale. I gotta see Halloween and Halloween 3. I think are the ones I need to see. Yeah. Um, then that's a funny movie. I know. I really like Halloween's high up on my list. I just haven't, you know, can't be bothered at the moment. Right. I'm kind of waiting for like spooky season, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. So that's uh. So we'll see how that looks. And then the last one is the one from a couple weeks ago that I wrote down because we've I forgot to talk about it. It's a literal puppet fuck. It's the Happy Time Murders. You watch oh, that trailer? I, I saw that trailer. So yeah. that trailer. I want to, I, I might, I, you know, hopefully it's good, but that trailer kind of gave me a little bit of Sausage Fest vibes. Sausage Party, what the fucking movie's called? Sausage Party. Okay. Yeah. Where, uh, where it's like, kids thing is adult just because we were saying fuck a bunch. Well, yeah, here's the problem. Um, I'll definitely see it because I love puppets. Yeah, me too. Um, I, I agree with you. I think maybe it's trying a little bit too hard to be quote unquote adult. It could right? just be the trailer though that's like trying to be like this ain't your mama's Muppets. Right. And so. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest though, dude. Like if you watch the red band trailer and you're sitting there at the last like five minutes of that, it's like all right. <laughs> I kind of I know that last gag 
uh, kind of got me with the silly string. Like that was kind of, that was kind of so over the top. That I kind of thought it was really funny. I just like something like that in the movie. Like if that, if that was like one of maybe three things like that, I'd be fine. But if the whole movie is like that, I'm like, okay. Yeah, we'll see. Come on. Um, and that okay. Here's the problem. That's another movie where I feel like, man, this is just not. It's not going to do well. I don't know what the audience would be for that movie. I don't know. It probably was made for the cheap, though. Sure. Yeah. I mean, outside of Melissa McCarthy, I mean, who would you have to pay? And uh, through the whole thing, I learned because apparently they said the trailer has all ses- or all street, no Sesame, or something like that. <laughs> uh, that's one of the taglines. And the Sesame Street company sued because of wow. that because defamation, and they with the case was thrown out because you know that it's probably no grounds. Yeah. Where I learned through all this is that the Henson Company doesn't make Sesame Street; they just make the puppets for Sesame Street, which I didn't know. I thought I, the Henson Company made Sesame Street, so we're all a little smarter. Huh. I did not know that. That's so. Then what does the Henson Company actually? The Muppets. Well, no, Disney makes that. Well, they own the Muppets. Henson Company makes puppets and shit, you know. And they're okay. also doing the Dark Crystal prequel uh, series for Netflix, which I don't care about because we already saw the end of the Dark Crystal. I don't really get it. Well, I don't. Yeah, maybe I don't... the universe is really rich, and I just haven't didn't get it when I saw the first one. Maybe it's just an excuse to have a bunch of puppets walking around. But I don't know. I thought I think you could probably do more with other things because yeah, I don't know. Unless they really expand on the lore or something, then I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how much there is to say with like that universe. Yeah, but I uh, like puppets. Yeah, when I saw that movie, I had no idea it was all puppets. I thought it was like Labyrinth. Oh no! Yeah, it's all puppets. Oh yeah, it's all yep. yeah. It's a puppet fucks. One of them puppet fucks. I think <laughs> was that before? Was that before or after? Labyrinth. That was before Labyrinth. I think it was like 82 okay. and Labyrinth was like 86, I think, or something like that. And yeah, both were kind of not great successes, I think. I, I, Labyrinth was not a, Maybe it was a, a smash hit. Yeah, I felt I like... I think it was more of a cult hit. Probably a soft landing. I don't think it was a huge success. Yeah, that that probably makes sense. I could I can imagine that movie being more of like a cult classic. It's kind of weird. That was a Lucasfilm joint. And uh, Lucasfilm's non-Star Wars movies, besides in, in, in Indiana Jones, non-Star Wars Indiana Jones movies tend to be really like not forgotten good. or... Dude, not Howard the Duck. Like, forgotten or maligned <laughs> or just, like, you know, but not, like, soft landings like Labyrinth and Howard the Duck and Willow. How, okay, Howard the Duck, though, is legitimately not a, not a good movie. No, there's that. But, like, I'm talking, like, Willow. Like, no one cares about Willow except for, like, the cult following it has. Yeah, that's another cult movie. Um, I remember I remember liking that movie. Um, Directed by Ronnie Howard. Yeah. Come yeah. crawling back to the Lucasfilm uh, <laughs> family after all of these years. Right. I saw Solo again, uh, so now I've seen it twice. Really? Same opinion as the minisode now, still. still. Okay. It's kind of, I want to say the last, the only thing I want to say about it, um, and listen to our minisode if you want full things, it's nice for me, it's like the first Star Wars movie I can sit, The Force Awakens to a less extent, but it's like the first Star Wars movie since like the original trilogy I can just sit and watch and not have to think about all the things that I wish were different. Really? Like, like, uh, okay, sorry. So you're saying that it's a movie that you could watch where you're not sitting there wishing there's not stuff si- that's different. Yeah, not sitting there wishing, but like, man, wouldn't it be better if the character, like, was, like this character was stronger or this scene was different or this thing made sense? <sighs> that's interesting because I, I get that vibe from that movie. I still haven't had a chance to see it again. Oh, you but wish it was different? There are certain things about it that I wish were different. Well, yeah. like, I'm not saying that, like, objectively like that's the way it should be but for me personally it's oh, nice no, me just to too. have like a nice yeah. breezy romp 
Like it's just nice, fun Star Wars. Sure, it just is what it is, and there's nothing like. Well, yeah, and that's the thing is like mo- most most of the time when a moviegoer is sitting there going, "Man, I wish this was that and that was this." I mean, that's pure subjectivity, right? Yeah. I'm not saying the movie's perfect or nothing, but it's like for the most part, I can just I just let it I can just let it wash over me. And it's nice. Yeah. Like I like I remember. In like college, I had a hard time getting through like episode one, especially just because I kept fantasizing about what well, you know what could have what could have been. Nowadays, that movie I, I can get through pretty easily. But, I um, but, but, like there was like a stretch of a couple of years where I just like because I, I had like listened to everyone's I fan theories and then about like what the prequel should have been because that was like around the time people started like putting YouTube videos and stuff together about that. Yeah, and it was uh, it was like oh man, what if this and this and that and then yeah, it became a bit of a slog. And episode one, to be fair. Still kind of a slog at times. Episode one. Um, and I, I love that movie to death. So you love episode one to death. I love all the movies to death. Jesus, I'm like a real Star Wars fan <laughs> or something. No, that's uh, that's understandable. Um, I mean, like, well, I'll, I'll let you finish. Well, okay, I was just gonna say, I think, and you know, of course, we're going back in a prequel talk a little bit now, but um, the 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 basic beats, the basic story beats, I think are good. Like, oh, I don't yeah. think they're flawed story beats. No, they all make sense. Except for episode one, which seems to be this weird outlier, outlier that, like, doesn't really have much to do does, with the big scheme of does, things. It's poorly, it's poorly established. What, what episode one is about, essentially, like, the movie does a fucking awful job at explaining that what this is. But the movie's about Emperor Palpatine orchestrating a crisis to get himself elected yeah, to, it's, to, 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 to Supreme Council. It's setting up the, the, the very, it's setting up the very, the seeds yeah. basically for what would happen later on. Like but, that and Anakin Skywalker getting scooped by the Jedi, the only two yeah. relevant things that happen in that movie. Yeah. Which makes um, it like, you know, when people say, oh, why don't they make a big oh, plan for this new sequel trilogy? It's like episode one, like barely has anything to do with anything. You can right. cut that right off. So don't, don't see totally. you telling me that, that one was some sort of grand thing. It only feels that way because it did have an ending. Well, and that's the thing is like the exposition. I think the exposition for all that is covered in episode two. I, I like you. You cover the same ground in episode two than that you yeah. do in episode one. It's like, oh, you know, hey, Anakin's getting trained as a Jedi. He's like the chosen one, and like Chancellor Palpatine is here, and he's gonna fuck shit up and all that. Yeah. But hence the machete cut. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, honestly, dude, I don't agree with the machete cut. No, neither do I. I think, uh, I think that's like wishful thinking for for a lot of people. I I don't know. Like, honestly, dude, if I was to actually sit down and be like, okay, I'm watching four, then I'm watching five, then I'm watching one, two, and three, and then six, that I don't know. There, it's too much of a shift. Like, it's too much of like this weird. Yeah. Tonal shift. Best just to do one, four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight, nine, and then totally. uh, if you want to do extra credit, do the extra ones. I mean, I would even say just really the order of release, you know, yeah. especially because like, okay, so episode eight takes place like a day after episode seven or something, I would say right? It's probably more akin to a couple of weeks, like a couple of weeks, right? Yeah. So throw in uh, Rogue One to like, you know, actually feel a gap in there if, yeah. with your viewing experience, and then. Uh, I don't know. I think seven and eight will probably flow together fairly well. Yeah, I um, should try that one day. Maybe it's long undertaking. They're both really long. Yeah. Um, man, I'm bumming. Why is that? Bum, bum, pretty hard. Why? Well, is that? I mean, like, so like solo was a big failure, right? Um, which sucks. And I like, I'm not like taking that personally because I'm not in charge. 
But like, man, like everything is just giving fucking people fuel on the internet to shit on Star Wars. Yeah. Like every like I was hoping Solo could just be a big success and I could be like, not well, I don't just, I don't contribute to these conversations, but uh-huh. I could be like, see, Star Wars doing fine. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, it's at Okay, worldwide right now, it's at 273 million. It'll probably get to 400. That is not great. Which is Pacific Rim numbers, which ain't good. Oh. Pacific Rim, the first one. Yeah. With that, like, and it costs like twice as much as Pacific Rim due to reshoots and all that shit. Damn. The dude. official story, according to an analyst, not like a Disney analyst, but like some third party analyst, said like it was probably due to marketing, but like who, who, who could, who could know for sure? Um, but yeah, man, I'm just kind of bumming because I can't like fucking do anything Star Wars these days. Because every time I go to something, it's not even like it's tangentially related to anything Star Wars. The fucking I can't look at any of the community things without people being like, "Oh man, fucking let me tell you about how The Last Jedi is the worst movie ever made," or "Oh geez, Kathleen Kennedy sure sucks." I'm like, this is like this is like a thread about like fucking like I mean like I I took a funny picture of my dog dressed as like an ATAT. It's a it's a thing now, dude. Unfortunately, you know, and it's that's the problem when you like. I think the the problem is I think a lot of people are getting this impression that the new movies are like tailor made to be cash grabs and they're not creative at all with anything they do and all this stuff. Mm. I still contend that um, I still contend that if Disney really wanted to just like give us these fan servicey like big cash cow star wars movies that they would be very different movies yeah for one you wouldn't get you wouldn't give ryan johnson free reign to write and direct his own star wars movie that be this is the guy that did looper and brick there's no reason why they would they would give him that much freedom well it's a lot of contradicting stupid opinions of being like disney's just milking this cow except like if they were they'd be giving us luke skywalker just like single-handedly destroying star destroyers and like whipping his lightsaber around and cutting a bunch of people up not him kind of being sad and then dying right um like that's not that's you know, I don't want to say like, oh, what a brave move, but that's like that's not a safe, surefire fan service bet. Well, and then yeah, like so it, there's like that, but at the same time, the same people will be like, man, the Lucasfilm at all currently Disney are like shitting on the legacy of Star Wars. Like you can't have both, <laughs> and that's all I'm seeing. I'm seeing just I'm just seeing people being unreasonable, which is unfortunate. But like again, like the thing it's bumming me out is like I can't like I have to avoid all Star Wars anything these days because. Fucking any everyone anyone who just like is a big piece of shit would just go on anything and hey, just dude, be annoying. How do you think I feel, man? Every time I bring up episode eight, everybody has a problem with it. I was in a car with some friends this last weekend talking about episode eight, and I was like, "Oh, I loved that movie." And and the guy said, "Man, whoever loves episode eight doesn't know what they're talking about." That's not. Cool. And I'm like, "Well, I know what I'm talking about, and I loved it." <laughs> That's what I said back, but. But that's the thing is like, uh, you know, literally every every conversation I have about episode eight is like one of those things where it was like, man, you know, these days you can't talk about fucking the president of the United States. and You can't talk about Star Wars. The Last Jedi. It's really fucking stupid. Well, yeah, it's the same. One of those things. It's like you you say (laughs) a word and people are like, let me tell you about that. That's the thing, man. You know, and and that's I I think. uh, okay, so here's the thing. Mm -hmm. We're human beings. Right, I'm and, only human, <laughs> and the and the str- the only ability a human has 
for survival is communication. Otherwise, we're the we're these skin bags that would die instantly. We don't have any. We don't have claws or or or, or exoskeletons or anything. We're literally just these soft skin meat bags walking around with no aptitude for anything except for talking. Mm-hmm. That is our that is our means of survival, right? Mm-hmm. So, I think that has been our way of like um fighting or grappling or like any kind of disagreement any kind of conflict it's always going to be vocal it's always like i mean obviously Except there's when you shoot and stab people yeah obviously there's yeah that right but i'm talking about on a daily basis like you know okay if you see squirrels outside they chasing each other and wrestling and stuff but humans don't do that what dogs we bark at each other yeah dogs bark at each other they growl sometimes they bite all kinds of shit right I'm all I'm saying is on a daily basis I think that is like the source of our conflict is like like oh I think this they need to know this cuz I need them to think I'm superior in my intellect or mm-hmm. my opinions I you know what I mean like I need that superiority I need to feel like I'm smarter blah 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 you know and yeah. I think that's the source of most people when it comes to talking about most things like oh you know you like that you wait. You like that? I guess you're not cultured enough to know that you shouldn't, or you know what mm-hmm. I mean. <laughs> I mean, like as long I don't give a fuck what people like or don't like, as Same long as here. they have uh, good reasons for liking or not liking it. Like as long as like I love a bunch of like I love episode one. It's not a good movie. I recognize it's not a good movie. I recognize it has flaws. Even great movies, I recognize have flaws. I don't give a shit. Sure, yeah. And at the very least, I would love at least a conversation about it mm-hmm. as opposed to what most people are capable of. And that's just a blunt kind of like, you know, yeah. oh, this sucks or yeah. oh, I hate that. Well, or, even if it was the opposite, like, you know, if, if like anytime someone says something like, oh, man, The Last Jedi and the first and like afterwards, like two people, ten people were like, man, what a fucking great movie. This is the best movie ever made. I'd be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. If that was all I ever saw. And it's the same thing except the opposite, which is even worse. Because I'm just trying to sit here, just trying to be content, and you and, you, and just trying, trying to have fun times with other Star Wars fans, and you're just being a piece of shit. Right. And I'm really looking forward to, like, ten years from now, where, in, like, right now, the prequels are in this really nice place where, like, the fans that grew up with them know they're not good movies, but they're, like, making fun of them in a fun way, and they're, like, like, like not unironically enjoying them, but, like, in, like... You know, like, there's this whole subreddit called prequel memes where, like, people just make funny things, like, about having the high ground and, like, you know, that kind of shit. And that's, like, what I love. And I kind of do that with episode eight, you know, in, like, in my house and stuff where I'd be, like, you know, say dumb lines or, like, <laughs> stuff like that. Because it's funny. Because, like, Star Wars is fun and you should just have fun with it and it doesn't fucking matter. Well, and that's the thing. Anything with a- I think anything with age sort of... Uh... Uh, like it seems like most movies, um, what can I say? They, they, most movies have a trajectory where it's like, if something's really bad when it comes out, it seems to come back around a little, a little ways out into the future. Mm-hmm. And I think that I could easily see Episode Eight having that, or like Han Solo having that, where it's like, okay, there's a lot of people that didn't see it in theaters. That probably means it's going to be on TBS like all the time. Yeah. <laughs> right? So then 5 years from now a bunch of people are going to watch this Han Solo movie on TBS and then it'll happen it'll be like how the Fifth Element was, right? When the Fifth Element came out it did not make a lot of money. It, it wasn't some smash it in the theaters, 
But what happened was they started playing it on cable all the fucking time. And that's how I saw it. And then all of a sudden, there's all this culture around uh, mm-hmm. Fifth Element that there wasn't yeah. when it came out in theaters. Same with Shawshank. Same with like It's a Wonderful Life. Just like constantly yeah. bombarding the TV, uh, people, a movie on TV. We'll get a lot of new fans. And that's and that's sort of how I see Han Solo. Like I, I don't think it was ever supposed to be. Like it was set up for. I, I don't want to say it was set up for failure, but I guess that's sort of how, how I feel about it. It's mm-hmm. like it wasn't set up to be a smash hit. No, it wasn't. for sure. Right. Um, but like if you're just some casual cable watching person on the weekend, like looking for something to do, that's a pretty like easily digestible movie. It's a pretty like accessible movie for exactly. You that's know? What, like exactly what I was saying. It's like it's just breezy fun. I don't have to yeah. sit there and be like, Oh man, wouldn't this be better if you know, they spent more time on Casino Plan or whatever? Right. Yeah. Or, like this whole thing. Yeah. Speaking of which though, uh there is some news from recently about uh kelly marie tran oh yeah i saw who played rose tico yep rose tico in episode eight uh she was one of the, she was the resistance fighter who went off with finn to the uh to the casino planet mm-hmm. she got rid of her twitter because there's too many people uh, instagram i think it was oh okay instagram maybe well, same thing too many people fucking spamming her since ep- since episode eight has come out. Too many people fucking like hate mailing her and all this shit. So she finally got rid of her yeah. Instagram, which in the long run, honestly, dude, in the big scheme of things, like, I mean, that's not a big tragedy. I, you know, like, I, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people get hate mail and whatever, yeah. but it still sucks that like people are like, you know, that pissed off about it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I don't know who those people are. I don't know either. Well, fourteen-year-olds, maybe. I I always I always assume it's just teenagers with too much time on their hands. I assume it's people who are like thirty-five and unadjusted, because nobody. Yeah, there's that too. Would have that kind of they ruined Star Wars. I feel like people have to be older to be like they ruined Star Wars. My childhood. Well, and there's this whole like backlash I think with like uh, diversity. Especially in that movie, like the and with the new Star Wars movies in general, there's been a lot of people that are getting all pissed off about a more diverse cast in the yeah, movie, which I think is so fucking dumb. And they drag the people who actually don't like the Last Jedi for real reasons down with them, right? They can get seen like everyone who doesn't like the Last Jedi is some sort of racist or sexist, right? And everyone, and then those people who actually dislike the Last Jedi dislike it more because it's like i'm not no fucking racist and then they like have to like be especially whatever yeah yeah it's all a stupid cycle it's crazy it's it's a weird time we're living in where there is a star wars movie every year and there's like a lot of it it's just like people getting so pissed off about it you know what i mean i i I thought when the prequels were I thought when the prequels were made that was gonna be it. It was gonna be over. Yeah, it was bummer. I was really bumming. Not really yeah. that much, but I feel like, you know, and like when I was in college and like there was no one who Star Wars movies coming out, I'm like, I guess this is it. Right, yeah. I mean the Clone Wars is coming out, but then like it's still and I, it took me until it took me until they cancelled it for me to watch that finally. Because I saw the pilot if you or whatever it was in the theater and I was like, This sucks. Yeah, that pilot was uh was pretty rough. <laughs> also, I see a lot of people asking, calling a lot of, I don't know what their t- t- deal is, calling for Dave Filoni, who's the director of, or the showrunner of Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels, uh-huh. and Star Wars, upcoming Star Wars Resistance, to be like, fucking fire Kathleen Kennedy, get that guy. It's like, do you guys know 
anything about running a business. That's like, like two completely different jobs. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It's like, hey, <laughs> let's get this painter to like fucking run a museum. What? Yeah. Yeah. The, hey, everybody, those are two completely different jobs. You can't have a producer step into a showrunner's, uh, or you can't have a showrunner step into a producer's shoes. That's yeah, like, that, and that vice versa. doesn't happen. Yeah. And then also in, the, in a similar vein, people are like, man, like they should get like a Kevin Feige type. Kevin Feige also isn't in charge of all of Marvel. He's in charge of one tiny thing of the Marvel Empire. Well, He's the, in movies. the movies. Just yeah. the movies. Just the movies. Well, the movies charge... are the shining star of that. Yeah, but that... Kathleen Kennedy's in charge of everything. Oh, I see. And also people who like, oh man, Star Wars Rebels is great. Fuck these new movies. Fire Kathleen Kennedy. Kathleen Kennedy's in charge of Rebels too. <laughs> you know, she signed off on those scripts. Listen, here's the thing, all right? It's like you're either on the train or you're not. And that's it. That's it. You're either, you're either, you, you know... You're either uh, all for it. You're either you either have an open mind and you're gonna go and watch these movies and 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 uh, whatever, enjoy them or you're not, right? And that's it. Yeah. Like people can clamor all they want, dude. People could be like, "Man, replace Kathleen Kennedy, blah blah blah." But how many of how many of those people do you think she's gonna actually even give a fuck about? Like when it comes to their opinion. Like, is she going to walk in her office in the morning and be like, oh, my God, Twitter, all these people saying I should step down. Oh, my God. Or like whoever her boss is is going to be like, hey, you know what? I checked Twitter today and uh, it seems like it seems like you need to step down. No. It, yeah. It, no no. one's no one cares. And that's the problem with, with I mean, they care that movies don't make money, but they're not going to like. Sure. Like worse like disney's has a lot of bombs it's not like this is just unfortunately another one but and it's also unfortunately a star wars movie right and that's that's the real thing is box office draw mm-hmm. right but what i'm saying is someone going on the internet and and complaining to the to the entire world about all this stuff like it doesn't matter how many of those people there are all all that matters is who's going to the movie and who's seeing it so like yeah like uh, Solo mm-hmm. made two hundred, or what? It, 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 it made like two hundred million. Yeah, whatever. That that I means something, mm-hmm. right? But uh, like a you know a thirty five year old dude going on on um, uh, Kelly Marie Tran's Instagram and you know cussing at her that doesn't do anything for anybody. Nope. Um, and also, we're still in Star Wars Phase One. Marvel Phase One was pretty rough. Come on, guys. Let's all admit it. Marvel Phase One kind of sucked. So it was. Uh, I mean, it. It. I don't think it sucked. I mean, like in comparison to Star Wars, like it's the same kind of mixed bag. I think. Sure. So yeah. Eventually, just let's all calm down. Eventually, everyone will find their footing about what is and what isn't Star Wars. Oh yeah, totally. Because right now we know we're in a weird time. This is the first uh, George Lucas less less Star, less Star Wars. So you have to like you can't just like do whatever. But you can't like just do the same thing, so you got to find that balance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if we're talking, yeah, if we're talking Marvel uh, Phase One, I mean, that was like two for four, right? There was two movies that I think were successes, and then two it was movies two for five because the Hulk. Eh. Oh yeah, the Thor, Hulk. Eh. Iron Man two. That's uh. right, the Hulk. Yeah, so it was two for five. Yeah, 
You know, and I if mean, if we're in, like, and then there was the Avengers, but then like after the Avengers, you got Iron Man three and Thor two, so it's like, oh, they got lucky. So like, you don't know until until they kind of hit their stride. It ebbs and flows, exactly. And it, but I think it also it it speaks to sort of the. Uh, I I think it also speaks to how much of something people can take at a time, and that's that's something that kind of worries wor- worries me a little bit with these Star Wars movies. Is like, okay, we're releasing these once a year. Mm-hmm. That is a lot to digest in it. Like you're going from episode seven to episode eight in two years, mm-hmm. which has not been done in any Star Wars history. It's always right? been three. Yeah. It's always been three. Um, and then in between that, like, okay, we're su- so we're supposed to be completely on board for the anthology movies. And I think people just, for, to a certain extent, I think people just don't really know how to handle that. I think that like, I think, I think they said this on the solo episode. Um, Every at least every two years for a big Star Wars movie, um, if not longer, and then for the little ones, make first of all make them cheaper, and you know make them like little quiet sort of August movies or something. Don't make them this big like to do, this big like tentpole things. Make them more like just smaller movies. Make them just fun Star Wars stories. Now, fun, does that uh, mean smaller credits. budget? Suppose small smaller budget, smaller scope. Don't don't go right. all out. You know. Because I'm all for smaller. If they're to do like smaller budget stuff, you know. Like I said, I want like a fucking Boba Fett movie, which they might like. It's not, you know, it's not announced. But oh, I thought it was. No, it was just a reporter that's in development. Like it's been being uh, worked on, but oh. there's not like a release date or an announcement for it. Same with the Obi Wan Kenobi rumored movie. Gotcha. Um, but uh, just like he's like on like Boba Fett, just like or whoever Obi Wan Kenobi. I don't give a fuck. It's on like one planet. Maybe two tops. Yeah. They ain't going all over the place. They're like, you know, they spend time in like a, like a couple of sets and they shoot some lasers. Obviously make it more exciting and big than that. But, you know, you can do like, I don't know, something similar to Mad Max where it's not that crazy. Listen, I just watched, I just rewatched Bronson recently. <sighs> Bronson. Did I tell you about that? I don't like Bronson. You don't like Bronson? It's boring. Are I, you kidding I me? I barely finish it. Oh my god! It was just like after half an hour, I'm like, "This is fucking stupid." Are you no, dude? Yeah. Come on, it's like, not. Well, okay, for one, it's not stupid. Not stupid, but I'm just like, this is like, I get what they're doing, and they just keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. I found it exhausting. Well, I mean, it's a performance piece. Yeah, it's a good it's, performance, but like, you get there's no more nuance after you figure out who Bronson is. You figure him out in like 45 minutes, and then like, what else is there? He doesn't See, grow. La- he doesn't do anything. No, that last scene. St- you got to get to the last scene. I though. did though. Okay. I finished the movie, and that was just excellent. He he fucking he he put what like I I don't know if it was like black paint all over him, and then he was painting that guy and all that. Anyways, it gave me an idea. All right, mm-hmm. this is a lower budget Star Wars movie. We're talking about Bosk. He gets he gets imprisoned for doing something bad, but then it plays like Bronson, where he's just this fucking fun loving, rambunctious, uh, you know, sycophant mm-hmm. in prison doing all kinds of hijinks. You know? I would say they should do a Star Wars prison break, but Clone Wars already did that. Well, but that's TV. You could do a movie. Yeah, I know. You know, yeah, do like a like a prison barge or something. Bosk is in there. That one weird other bounty hunter that's like an old fat guy uh, with Dengar. like is that who that is? Yeah. The old fat guy with the weird white rags. Yeah, and shit? Dengar, IG eighty eight, IG eighty eight. 
can how break- do you arrest a robot just decommission just turn them off uh, that's a good point yeah you can get uh, fucking the big screen appearance of hondo hondo oh yeah hondo everyone likes hondo um you know the rest yeah all your favorite uh bounty hunters and such yeah i i think there is some cool things to explore with bounty hunters. They should do a bounty hunter movie that's also secretly a sequel to Solo for that one thing at the end that sets up a sequel that we're never going to see. Finish, pay that off. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? And then that certain character has to, like, fight a bunch of these other guys, (laughs) and then maybe we'll see what happens to uh, some... Maybe that's how Dengar's face gets fucked up or something. Yeah, probably not though. Dengar's <laughs> in the Clone Wars, and he's always wearing that 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 like hood rag thing. Now I got a question for you. Voiced by Simon Pegg. Fun fact. Anyways, oh, I, okay. Um, do you think that Disney sort of screwed itself over by having Infinity War come out so close Absolutely. to Solo? Yes, because I feel that way. I feel like you can't have this giant blockbuster, and then what was it? Three weeks later. Yeah, even then, I think like they thought. I think they thought it was still not enough time. I think Infinity War is so big that it definitely didn't help. Right. That movie is, uh, I think, at two billion, or uh, it's if getting it, there. It's, it's getting it's there. Gonna it's gonna really there. close. Yeah, but yeah, because I feel that way, man. I, I mean, I think Infinity War is still out in theaters, and it's still. It's still it's kicking selling tickets and stuff. And, and I think, I don't know, you keep Marvel and Star Wars, right? Those are the two biggest things every year now that are coming out. And, like, maybe it wasn't great having them so close yeah, to each other. Yeah, it was a bad call. And, you know, I'm glad they got out of the way, though. Just, like, get solo over with. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm glad. Like I was for a sec, for a hot second, like you know, I was like, man, May, I like my Christmas Star Wars, and I still do, and still preferred, and uh-huh. they'll probably be there from now on. Uh huh. Um, but like, yeah, I, you know, let's get over with. Let's let's get, let's get out of the way. Yeah, saw it, liked it. Moving on. Right. Now, speaking of performance pieces, Alex, mm-hmm. I saw a movie just last night. And uh, it was called First Reformed. Have you heard of that? Is, the, uh, is it the sequel to Bronson? No. No. It's uh, Ethan Hawke mm-hmm. as a... Oh, that priest movie. As a, a, a priest? A pastor? I think a pastor, maybe? I don't Reverend? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I saw that last night. You're getting raved reviews. Yes, it is. Do you not like it? Well, I'll be honest with you, okay? So, man, you just don't have like the mental capacity to like good good movies, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So, okay. Similar to Bronson in the sense that this is very much a performance a performance movie. Yeah. We're following this one guy. There's not much happening in the movie plot-wise, but it's just basically here's an actor pouring their heart out. The way you haven't seen them ever before. And, yeah. uh, you know, first reform, Ethan Hawke. Like, Ethan Hawke, I feel, most roles that I see him in, he has a very one-note kind of, I'm Ethan Hawke, this is how I act. He I'm, was kind of weird in Valerian for the two seconds he was in that movie. He was, but even then, he was just that charismatic Ethan Hawke. Oh, I see. Kind of, you mm-hmm. know, slightly of- weaselly kind of Ethan Hawke kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um. 
so I mean, the mo- this movie was good in in a way that it was like, oh, okay. So Ethan Hawke is sort of like he's playing something that's like really outside of his typecast. He's mm-hmm. like this depressed dude talks really, you know, mumbly and low key and doesn't smile and mm-hmm. has a shitty life and you know all this other stuff. But honestly, it was it was kind of a slog of a movie. Mm. If we're talking about movies that don't have a lot of momentum behind them, and like intentionally so, because I I think there is there is a genre aspect to indie movies sometimes, mm. sometimes. And what I mean by that is like I feel like there there is a certain type of indie movie out there where it's like we're gonna have this be so slow and no soundtrack. And everybody's very serious and no one and there's no like everybody's just fumbling around and sad and lonely. And this Mm -hmm. is a dark world. And, you know, and that's what this movie was. See, I think it depends on how the movie shot a lot of the times. Um, Because I'm not necessarily a I I, I, there's a lot of those kinds of movies I really like. Like the one that immediately pops to my mind was uh, Martin Scorsese's Silence. That movie is very slow. The people are just kind of walking around, and there's no soundtrack. I'm not actually sure, that, but I was like hooked, like immediately, and like for like uh, three hours or however fucking long that movie was, I was sure. like at the edge of my seat. Even though like it's super slow, and that's the thing. I I think there is kind of a uh, there is a momentum a momentum in that in itself, right? I think like you can intentionally make a movie very dull. Not dull, but you can make it very uh, intentionally slow, slow and dark, and like there is kind of an energy to that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting you say you mentioned silence because I there's a friend I forget who it was though, but on Letterboxd, mm-hmm. who was saying, "Oh, this is what silence should have been. This is this is the movie that I wish that silence was." The silence but is wasn't. phenomenal. I don't know. Maybe they just don't have the mental capacity to appreciate silence. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It was, you know, I, I every once in a while it's nice to have like a palate cleanse after these big blockbuster movies to just have a nice palate cleanse with a, a, yeah. a small scale kind of lower budget kind of thing. Yeah. So. I like, well, I haven't watched like shit because I'm too busy playing Dark Souls, as I mentioned last week. Yeah, I, uh, so you you resaw Solo, you, you rewatched Solo. Yeah, that's basically it. That's it, okay. Yeah, I haven't watched a new movie in quite some time. I'm too busy playing video games. Yeah, that's what you gotta do sometimes. So how's Dark Souls going? Um, Well, I mean, like, I have to get to the, I have to do the DLC section now, but if it wasn't for that, I would uh, only have one, the last boss to kill. Okay. But I still gotta do the DLC. Gotcha. Right. And uh, so far, so not too hard. Well, hey, man. I'm really happy for you. Oh, thank you. I'm glad you made it. Oh, thanks. Uh, you know, that was, uh, what, five years in the making or something? Uh, yeah, something like that. It was a shadow that haunted my life being like this big <laughs> failure that hung over me. It's like, how dare I not finish this game like a loser? I just picture like someone... You know, I just picture like a like you're you're standing in front of a, a a ballroom of people, and they're like giving you an award, a lifetime achievement award, and they're like, "This guy, Alex Keller, everything he sets out to do, he's done and he's achieved." And then you sort of just turn away for a second and look down because of Dark Souls, it's un it's unfinished. 
Yeah, like they're like, what's your biggest regret? And it's like, oh, well, I never beat Dark Souls. <laughs> but it was, you know, I have my reasons. Shut up. What was the, the, the two guys? Ornstein and Smo. Ornstein and Smo. And I could have beaten them. I just kind of just didn't feel like it. And I was like, this is hard. I don't care. Yeah. But now I do care. And I did. Well, hey, listen, man, you've inspired me. Maybe one of these days I'm going to pick up Arkham Origins. Uh, reference episode 90 for this conversation, everybody. But maybe I'll pick up Arkham Origins and try to buy, uh, try to beat uh, uh, fucking uh, Deathstroke. Deathstroke. You might yeah. as honestly, I mean, like you have the Wii U or whatever, but if you had a real console, you might as well start with Arkham Asylum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. What else is there, Alex? I mean, like, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, this week has been kind of a dead week for movies in general. I like, Well, I mean, like, there's been a bunch of trailers, like I said. Right, there's been trailers. Um, I mean, there's been some uh, reviews coming out. Like, uh, we got the, the review embargo is lifted for Jurassic World. Oh, really? Uh, it's pretty much what you'd expect, which, sure. What is it? I mean, like, uh, the reviews so far, like, I'm still going to see it. I like dinosaurs. Um, the reviews have been surprisingly, like, that part with that volcano, pretty sweet. Everything after that, eh. But then again, I've also been seeing, eh, the first part's kind of all right, but everything after that's been pretty sweet. So, who knows? Uh-huh. It seems like it's a movie split into two halves. Like, it's like the dinosaur version of Full Metal Jacket. And then, um... So, it's sort of like how the Lost World was. Yeah, except more, more like, instead of, like, <laughs> like you know, three-fourths and then one-fourth, more like even split um i still think it should have been called the lost park jurassic world <laughs> yeah um <laughs> when with the newest trailer when they when they showed that they're taking dinosaurs over to some neighborhood like they're bringing the dinosaurs over to the modern world i'm like man i already saw this i really hope that jurassic park 3 sorry, jurassic world 3 it's like, whoops, all these dinosaurs got released in this town. We had to build a big wall around it. Now we got to go into this town. Like, oh, no, fucking Boston's been taken over by dinosaurs. We had to build this big wall around Boston. Now it's Dinosaur City. You know, honestly, I would love a movie like that. Honestly, that would be a great movie. Mm-hmm. I, are you serious about that? Or are you kidding? No, I'm dead serious. I'd love that. Okay, and it's a like planet, you know, uh, dinosaurs. Well, that's the thing. It's like you know, and you get Woody Harrelson to go and like he has to like drop kick a dinosaur or something. <laughs> well, hey, take it a st- step further, a stegosaurus further, right? <laughs> Snake Plissken. Oh man, has to go into Boston, <laughs> escape from Boston. Why I mean, not? Like could, yeah, bring him back. This is this is okay. This is where two franchises merge. Where okay. It's been whatever twenty years after Escape from L.A., so it was the whole thing where they like shut off the fucking grid or something. They yeah. shut off the grid for the United States or something. But then what they don't realize is that shuts off the electricity to Jurassic Park. Oh no! Which is in Boston in this world. So then, so then the dinosaurs escape, much like how they do in Jurassic Park, the first movie. They escape. They go into Boston. They have to build a wall around Boston. And then Snake Plissken goes in. He's going to rescue the president's daughter. That's right. And he has a basketball game with Raptors where he needs to shoot oh, three-pointers. about that scene. What the fuck? <laughs> no, I mean, like, got a bunch of... But I like the... And this, like, no, it's not... It's a little less stupid because you got a bunch of... You got a tribe of raptor-riding dinosaur... 
dinosaur dudes, like a gang of of, of raptor riders, and they're just yeah. walking around with their raptors. That's right. Now, let me ask you, <laughs> Alex, how does someone with an eye patch shoot three nothing but three pointers in a in a basket on a basketball He's court? Just the best there ever was. <laughs> Yeah, apparently. Like, basketball has no place in anything. Anything. Anything that isn't, like, a drama based around basketball. You can't introduce basketball into anything that isn't about basketball. Well, here's the thing. In the 90s, basketball was was hot, man. It was a hot thing. Basketball's hot, like, like, since, like, the 70s, I guess. No, 90s, I think. But that was, like, Michael Jordan, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, everybody, but the 90s, that was, like, primetime basketball. Yeah, that was, like, Michael Jordan's basketball. Michael Jordan. He Mm. was, like, the fucking American hero, dude. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I don't keep up with basketball. I don't, uh, like... Kobe Bryant and like well, uh, was it LeBron, LeBron James? James is the hot thing now. I don't know if they match no Michael Jordan status, but uh, by the way, Space Jam Two is that still a thing? It's whispers. I they I I who cares? They shouldn't make that. They shouldn't make it. If they want it, I don't know. Like I don't know who would like the big they. If The Rock was still wrestling, they could do that with wrestling, but... Dude, the Looney Tunes wrestling, yeah. I would be all about that I would fucking watch with that. The Rock. Or even get, like, I don't know, John Cena to do it right now. <laughs> I'd fucking watch John Cena wrestle Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Watch the fuck out of that. Seriously. Warner Brothers, I hope you're listening. What's that? Warner Brothers, I hope you're listening. I'd oh, watch yeah. The- I'd watch that. I go to the. I watch that four times for you. Well, and with how like family, weirdly how family friendly, uh, re- like pro wrestling is nowadays, mm-hmm. it's not a far cry to have the Looney Tunes wrestle in the ring with like. Yeah, and John you can get Cena. all sorts of cartoony with it, you know. If they if they somehow made it tied it in with like the narrative that like WWE already has, where there's like the evil wrestlers, uh-huh. and they're somehow tied in with like. Oh, now the good wrestlers have to fight these evil wrestlers with the Looney Tunes. I don't know. Somehow. And then Danny DeVito shows up as himself. As the trash man. Well, he's the guy, but like he becomes, then he, but he's, he's, he's live action this time and just like he's paint him purple or whatever. Oh, yeah. But you know, in Always Sunny in Philadelphia, there is him as the trash oh, man. Oh, right, that. Oh, and he cut that guy's neck open. <laughs> I forgot about that. I was talking because he was a voice in uh, right, Space yeah. Jam. It's so weird how he used to do so much voice acting, Danny DeVito did. Well, and it's funny how his voice has changed. Yeah, maybe it's all... I don't know, but maybe he's a smoker. I'm not sure. But. I, I don't know. I, oh, somehow, I somehow doubt it. I think it's just getting older. But he used to have a very, like, kind of... Um, meaner like a mean voice it was a little mean but like it was like a very it was like a gruff businessman voice which is why i played a lot of gruff characters yeah yeah like on the simpsons and space jam and uh he was that cat and uh last action hero for some reason oh fuck i still need to see that movie i keep wanting to watch that movie so i can come back on here and talk about it but we'll see one of these days young ian mckellen's in that movie yeah, really. Well, like young, like early '90s Ian McKellen. I didn't know that. the 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 youngest role that I've seen him in is uh, the Shadow. Oh, that's the wrong. He, same he time. was the dad. Yeah, yeah. Where the guy's like Reinhard Lane, and then Ian McKellen gets mesmerized. And you haven't seen that movie? No, have you? I haven't. Fuck. Okay. Well, anyways, it's just Batman. <laughs> It really is just Batman. Um, and I know it came first, whatever. It was the 90s version of Batman Begins, quite literally. Um, 
Well, I think that's all I have for this week. I don't yeah. know. What about you? Well, why don't we call it? All right, let's, let's call, call it. it a, call it a thing. Call it a sode. Yeah, the voyage is over, everybody. Parking it in Filmtastic Station. <laughs> uh, but next week, we're going to be going off on another voyage. Dare I say a crazier voyage? Who knows? We'll find out. But if you want to reach <laughs> us in the meantime, we're at FilmtasticVoyage.com, FilmtasticVoyage at gmail.com, FilmtasticVoyage on Facebook, and we're also on Letterboxd. I am Batman Crothers. I am Mr. Kerosene. And I probably should put my real name... Like so, you could search me, but I like Fuck my it. I like my handle. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, hey, everybody! The Filmtastic Voyage is a part of a larger podcast network, the Let Me Listen Podcast Network. You can find all of our podcasts on our SoundCloud, on iTunes. Be sure to leave some comments. Be sure to leave some ratings. We want to hear from you and all your friends. Yeah. So until then, hey. Watch some movies. Have some fun. Let us know what you think. We're always willing to hear your opinions. Farewell. And I want to because I want to hear about the last Jedi. You leave me alone. <laughs>